0: This is Lampshade Media Presents. Joel Goods, Wrong, Coffee's the Shit, or something like that. Tina Hedwig, I would love to welcome you to Lampshade Media Presents. Joel Goods Wrong, Coffee's the Shit, or something like that. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the uh, the name of the uh, podcast moving forward. Uh, we've rebranded. Um, it's now uh, Lampshade Media Presents. Joel Goods Wrong, Coffee's the Shit, or something like that.
1: Joel Goods Wrong.
0: Yeah, Coffee's the Shit.
1: Coffee's the shit,
0: or something like that.
1: His wrong coffee's the shit.
0: Now, Joel Good, uh, you know Joel Good. Yeah, uh, he has some strong opinions about coffee, and uh, Chris Dowdy of uh, he he thinks he's wrong.
1: Oh, uh, so they fight over beans?
0: Yeah, they're they're definitely bean fighting fighters. over beans. Yeah, <laughs> classic. <laughs> the fighters of beans. It's like close to the Foo Fighters, but it's Bean Fighters. Beans. Yeah. Pinto. <laughs> Chris. Chris, I agree with Chris. I think Joel Good is wrong. I think Joel's wrong about a lot of things. Uh, Coffee being one of them. Uh, Sour beer. I think he's wrong about sour beer. Um, What else? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think he's wrong about... um, I think he's wrong about his opinion on Cats.
0: I'm not familiar with his opinion on cats
1: He told me Once That he hates cats And I was like Excuse me (laughs) And he's like you heard me (laughs) I'll say it again
0: I could totally see that from him actually
1: I hate cats Do you need me to spell it out for you I'm like damn Joel you're getting kind of mean Right now and he's like well, I need to make sure you get the
0: point. That Joel can get aggressive sometimes. Usually usually it's about uh, you know, Bud Light. Yeah. He loves Bud Light. You know, he'll get really aggressive if you shit on his beer.
1: Yeah, I've never seen him act like that before.
0: <laughs> yeah. It made me nervous. <laughs> so uh so how you been?
1: Uh I'm fine. It's I'm doing fine. We're all
0: it's such a shitty question to ask. I mean, it's like we're all like just barely scraping by. I hardly
1: see any of my friends ever. Yeah. And I just stay at home, try to develop new interests to occupy my time.
0: Oh yeah, what kind of what kind of interest you've been getting into?
1: My Instant pot. Yeah. I, okay. I like making recipes with it. It's so easy.
0: <laughs> That's people have been baking and doing like crochet yeah (laughs) and uh what else i don't know but instapot now instapots added to the list it's fun to cook
1: potatoes
0: (laughs) it's fun to cook potatoes now because potatoes have always been kind of a drag right
1: no they've always (laughs) been number one in my heart (laughs)
0: love the potato just the Instapot takes it next level? Yeah. It, it's like next level potato?
1: Oh, yeah. It cooks it just right.
0: I don't even know what the fucking Instapot is, to be honest. I hear people talking about it. It's all the rage.
1: It's a pressure cooker.
0: Oh, uh, right? okay. So
1: it's like you lock that thing up, and it just like cooks the shit out of it without letting any air escape. Oh, nice. And it comes out great.
0: Yeah, that and air fryers. Everybody's fucking gaga over air fryers, right?
1: Yeah, I, I have one, but. It didn't turn out the way I expected when I made fries, yeah, I was kind of sad about it,
0: yeah, user error wasn't accounted for, or
1: oh, it was user error <laughs> I was doing it wrong
0: i i want I kind of wanna get one because I wanna reheat food with it uh it sounds exciting, I don't know
1: yeah, cooking appliances are fucking cool
0: <laughs> they I I kind of hate having a lot of appliances. I like having a bare counter. Like I got rid of my coffee maker. I don't like having a microwave. Yeah, but I think I could go for the air fryer. It's worth it. Yeah, I think I could do it.
1: I think you should treat yourself.
0: <laughs> I should treat myself. You have
1: a birthday coming up.
0: It's in June, so I got I got a little time to save up the uh, the, the money. Um, <laughs> we'll see. It's worth it. So, yeah, so just the Instapot. That's you've been making your time go by uh, with Instapot only. I've
1: developed several interests for varying degrees of time at different points in time. Yeah, what's your phases pandemic. been? I won't remember them in order,
0: but that's fine. That's fine. I
1: wanted to live in a van. Um, yeah, you, I got you were super going into, van life. Super into the uh, trading stock options. Are you shitting me? No.
0: You were just like in on it, figuring all that stuff out? Like for real, for real? I was really interested. Yeah. I want to find like a cheap way to live. I want to
1: get rid of debt fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, cut cut to the chase. I don't want to pay banks anymore. That fucking sucks.
0: Tyson actually, my roommate and co-producer here at Lampshade Media. Mm-hmm. He, he recently got into stocks and he's been uh, he was trying to get enough cuz you apparently you once you get up to like $25,000 that you've made, then you can uh, be a day trader. Yep. And that was like his goal. Uh-huh. I don't know how he's doing. I haven't talked about We haven't talked about it in a minute. But it was... It, I think once I realized how these people, like rich people, are able to like make so much money doing nothing. Yeah. It,
1: so much goddamn passive income. That's bullshit. Tax that shit.
0: I mean, they they're do. They're not doing
1: anything. How are they making money? They're not working. They're not contributing. They're just owning stuff.
0: Yeah, it's Dumb. weird. It's weird and it's like, it's creepy how easily once you have a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, you can just make $10,000 in a day. You know, if you've got, you know what I mean? Yeah. So much money, it's you can just make exponentially more money. Yeah. And really, it's just the amount of money you have to start with that is the difference. Yeah, damn. <sighs> okay. Damn. Damn. So, do you are you now are you gonna outclass us all and and join the uh, join the uh, the wealthy class? Of course. Is that your goal?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'll abandon you all in a second.
0: <laughs> You're like I. You have no fucking respect for us, do you?
1: I want to be able to take it easy. <laughs> I'll take the easy way out.
0: Yeah. What's the so? What's after after you lost interest in stocks and uh, bonds? Where'd <laughs> oh, you God. Where'd you go next?
1: I want to live in a tiny home.
0: Oh my Um, god, the tiny home thing! They're so cute. They are. Can you imagine my giant ass in a tiny home? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a great setup for a sitcom.
1: What would you name it?
0: Oh, it's got to be something like "Tiny Home Large Man" or something (laughs)
1: like that. Big boy, tiny house. Tiny (laughs) house, big boy.
0: (laughs) Be like, like watch, like the subtitle would be "Watch Mel hit his head every day." Yeah. I hit my head on like normally sized things, you know, like oh. tiny things. I'd hit my head even more.
1: How often does that happen?
0: Hit Hitting my head? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously I'm a little slow. It's because of the concussions. Oh. I might have like CTE without ever having played a football game.
1: You being serious with me right now?
0: I, are I you hit, fucking with me? I hit my head a lot. I don't know about the CTE, but I do. It's a thing. Yeah. So I've gotten into, uh, let's see. I think the number one thing I've gotten into during the pandemic is tiny desk. Ooh. Speaking of tiny things, I'd never hit my head on tiny desks. So that's nice.
1: You've never hit your head on a tiny desk?
0: No, no. I only have enjoyed watching tiny desk. Do you, you ever see those? Yeah,
1: that, that, that's like a the show. The NPR music show, yeah. yeah. Where it's like acoustic and like intimate and small. It's like super like
0: fashionable why are you saying that like you're like mocking it okay i don't know
1: <laughs> i feel like it acts like it's better because it's in a cute little library or something
0: it's in their office and i mean yeah the fact that it's not on a stage they adds know something. it's
1: cute they know it's cute i think it's, that's why i don't like it because they know so they're good. cute like it's that so one good. direction song like you don't know you're beautiful that's what makes you beautiful. Like, they they know they're beautiful, which is why I don't like them.
0: Um, uh, well, that clocks, yeah. People that know they're beautiful are kind of the worst, aren't they?
1: Yeah, One One Direction gets it.
0: <laughs> they, yeah, that's where I get all my, uh, my information from or my, my encouragement about life. Yeah, fucking same. No, Tiny Desk, like, definitely became huge for me this year. Like, well, last year. In 2020, I was just like, "Oh my God, look at all this tiny!" And there's so much. There's every like so many great bands on there. I've learned so much about uh, so many great bands on there, and I've just been loving the fuck out of Tiny Desk. And then, of course, I have been just recently, just recently, have become obsessed with anime. So that's
1: all right. What what got you hooked?
0: Castle in the Sky. My uh my friend Mickey Ashino turned me on to Castle in the Sky and I was like this is tight I uh-huh. like this and then I watched a bunch more Studio Ghibli films and uh man they're so wild like everything's got a spirit there's a spirit of the river and a forest spirit and like all these different spirits and it's
1: I don't know man it's pretty it's pretty wild pretty I, wild Yeah, anime's fucking cool
0: Yeah are, are you are you into it at all
1: Uh well I got into it during the tsunami days, okay, which makes me hip.
0: Yeah. Well, that's something I've never been.
1: Okay. Just <laughs> wanted to establish that.
0: Yeah. Well, not we well, yeah, that's clear. I think everybody that would like meet me and you at the same time and they
1: specifically think how unhip.
0: Yeah. Especially next to you. Yeah. Like if I'm near you, the, the my unhipness becomes exponentially more clear. When's I the last say,
1: time anyone's sincerely used the word like that's hip? I think, <laughs> I think I'm bringing it back, now.
0: <laughs> well, you you know, you guys can do that, you youngins. I was just uh just on the last I'm episode.
1: 30. I'm not young. Well, I'm you're pretty. you
0: You're pretty young. I don't know. I, I was talking to Chris Dowdy last episode, and he said the bomb and I couldn't fucking believe that anybody like would would actually say that.
1: Yeah, that's dated, <laughs> right? He has to know that,
0: I think he does. I think he does He's
1: keeping it alive. I respect that,
0: yeah, okay. So for him, it's cool then, yeah, if I said though, if I like just broke out the bomb dot com right now, I can't imagine how you would react.
1: Well, you'd have to pick like a different word to get like a genuine reaction,
0: like a different word for what?
1: I don't know, like a campy slang from the eighties.
0: Like, oh, okay, another one Chris brought up. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I really don't re- like that one. That was my reaction, too. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, please don't do that again.
0: I was trying to figure out, like, what the fuck yeet meant. Like, everybody kept saying yeet. And uh-huh. I was like, is that like, uh, that, to me, it, it makes me think of that, that, that rap slang for, like, jizz. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like uh skeet.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Whenever skeet. anybody in a in the in in the uh in the rap rap game says skeet, 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 they're talking about jizz, I believe. Oh. I'm not hundred percent sure. <laughs> I could nasty. be wrong, but yeah, it's pretty gross. So imagine my yeah, that's the problem is I'm like sitting here hearing all of my friends say yeet, thinking, oh God. Skeet,
1: <laughs> like no, well, not I, skeet. I was like, "Oh, okay, skeet again!" You guys, you, do you know what that means? Yeah, <laughs> You young people.
0: Yeah, that I mean, means
1: ejaculate. <laughs>
0: Have you ever seen Peter Breck's uh, bit on that, where he was, uh, he was? Oh, I can't even remember what the hell it, the the word he was using, but he was using a word that meant ejaculate, and uh, didn't know it for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his dad had to sit him down
1: yeah i know exactly what joke you're talking about <laughs> i, wish I, I could can't re- yeah i can't remember I could the remember word, the word. <laughs> it's so good like that's so embarrassing yeah i can relate to that
0: i think it was bust a nut
1: oh yeah it was bust a nut. <laughs> he thought bust a nut meant like beat someone
0: up like, yeah so he, i'm gonna bust a nut in him yeah so he said yeah,
1: he was misusing that phrase for like yeah. years around tons of people, and he only found out like
0: <laughs> it's late it's in high school. Really funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's an incredible joke. Yeah,
0: yeah. So if if uh, you've been uh, have you been writing and shit this uh, during this time? Oh, not really. Yeah, I know it's hit or miss. Like for a lot of the comics I've talked to, it's like, are we gonna? Because a lot of them are like, nope, no, nope, I'm done yeah. being funny. I'm going to just pause being funny. I don't
1: feel funny right now. Yeah? I feel sad. <laughs> this all sucks.
0: <laughs> well, that is a part of your uh, of your uh, stand-up persona, too.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I would think it would feed it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, what are we supposed to do? Everything is shut down. And if you do go, then you feel bad because you're, like, spreading deadly disease.
0: Right. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel good to be out because it's shitty. <sighs> right. That's that's the general consensus. I mean, at least you can do podcasts. You can be funny here. Yeah. I had I had a COVID scare. Did you have you had one yet? No. It's kinda like a pregnancy scare and that you just you're not sure and it's like, oh no.
1: How would you know what a pregnancy scare is like?
0: Well, I mean, I've never I've never been scared I was pregnant.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I it's only just like, I just look seven months pregnant. It's just
1: like making a person is the same as getting COVID. You <laughs> know what you usually doesn't happen when you get COVID? Your vagina rips and your asshole rips and becomes like one tube in your body. Yeah, and, that's gross. And I you don't sh- self in front of doctors, you just humiliated. This little baby wrecks your body and then you like love it.
0: I don't know. I mean, that could COVID could have some overlap there, but I, I don't know all of the details about COVID. To be honest with you, I hear you lose your sense of smell, taste. Taste, yeah. That's no. Wild. A buddy of mine had COVID, uh-huh. and he was like, the taste thing. Losing your taste is the he's like lost his taste for like a, a solid week, and yeah. he's like, it's the fucking worst.
1: I've been hearing like people getting depressed about that
0: about losing taste. Yeah,
1: that'd be that suck.
0: Yeah. I think probably the more depressing thing is like possibly dying from like oh, suffocating yeah. over the p- period of a few years or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's worse.
0: It's also bad, but yeah, no, losing yeah, taste is rough.
1: Being alive is better than dying.
0: I, yeah. I mean, uh, sometimes I, I waver on that, but yeah, generally I agree.
1: Yeah. As a general. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Same page. <laughs> same page. <laughs> Yeah, I go back and forth from time to time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I think mm, dying.
0: Oh my god, dude! Everything has just been so goddamn shitty, and things were shitty before, and everything just keeps getting shittier. Do you have hope for twenty twenty one? Please give me hope.
1: Yeah, summer's gonna come back, baby, and we're gonna hang out. The vaccine's gonna be mostly out. Yeah. Um. Things are going to start to be normal then.
0: Yeah. You think that uh you, you think there's we're going to be done with like talk of civil war by this summer?
1: We fucking better. This shit is annoying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cut it
1: out. You're acting yeah. crazy.
0: It's 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 fucking maddening. It's maddening and it's I was like we okay, so like around that sh- January 6 bullshit, yeah. I would just that morning we had just found out that we, that the Democrats won the Georgia runoff yeah. and that we had control of the yeah. house and we're Senate. Like, right. Yeah, we were okay. like, fucking a yeah. we're turning a corner. You know, we're turning the page. We're on to the next season where we don't have to fucking ever hear Trump's voice again. If we don't want to like, yeah. And I was feeling real good. And then that shit happened. And I was like, God damn it.
1: Fucking attention horse.
0: Jesus Christ almighty. I was at work when it happened and I went out for a smoke break and I was just flabbergasted. I, I was completely. It's
1: like, who is running this thing? Like a fucking, like who the, how do you let people enter the capital? You have like one job, you have one job and that's to make sure no monkey business goes on in there. What the fuck are you
0: doing? Yeah. Well, there was fucking monkey business, you know, Actually, speaking of that, I do have on the line uh, Lampshade Media's political correspondent. Oh, all right. You want me to want me to hit up uh, our, uh, our, our person in the field? She was there on the ground, apparently.
1: Yeah. Let's go in. All right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Pam. Pam White. Are you are you there? Can you tell us what's happening in the field?
2: Hi. Oh, hi. Hi there. Can you hear me Mel?
0: Yes. Yes, I can hear you. It sounds like there's a lot of action there.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know what? I have been on, well, you know how it is in the marina. We've been on our boat ever since everything went down. And what a journey it's been Uh, since the Capitol. I have to say, we really, uh, we really, uh, you know, showed, showed them. Um, I, I, uh, I just want to say for the record, my real name is Pam White. Um, I'm not using a fake name because I'm so confident in our actions at the Capitol this past week, uh, that I would absolutely, as a patriot, do nothing else but, but use a use my real name, PAM, which stands for People Absent Melanin, White. And I'm just so glad to share our stories of patriots. You know, I was there as an investigative journalist, certainly not there to do any harm. You know, well, obviously, I did break in to the Capitol. But, you know, the glass ceiling can sometimes be sideways, and, and you have to break the glass windows. Uh, sometimes, uh, to to really make progress. And I I think we we made immense progress. And and now it's really unfortunate that Democrats want to move towards impeachment because all we've ever wanted is unity.
1: Pam, Pam, thank you for that. And I just want, I was wondering, other than sticking your head further and further into the sand, what were your plans for the future?
2: Yeah, you know, I just have to say, Unity. Unity is it. And and we really are struggling. Everyone in our marina, you know, you think you know them. And then it's just been so hard because uh, it really is creating a problem. These are friends of mine that I've had for decades. I mean, we've traded stock tips and killed children and dumped the bodies together. Mm -hmm. And it just it just really now I don't even know, you know, who to trust. Um, And who really knows the truth about, uh, you know, what the the deep state has done to so many children. So it's really been difficult for me in terms of who to invite, invite over to the yacht, um, you know, what we want to do. And everyone's been going dairy free. So it's been a real struggle.
0: It sounds like a yacht divided.
2: (laughs) It's a yacht divided. Yes. I just, Oh, I, 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 I just feel that so deeply and, you know, this just isn't who we are. Uh, this isn't who we are as a party. Um, and, and and it never has been. You know, we are at the party of Lincoln. I personally feel like I freed this place. Pam, oh, how boy. have you been
1: handling the coronavirus epidemic?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, like we do with all, uh, you know, minor sicknesses and flus,
3: well mm-hmm. uh, we
2: just, you know, um, live our lives. <laughs> not gonna, not going to start yeah. washing my hands now. Um, do you know how hard it is to get a working, you know, bathroom sink on a boat? Um, but I, I, I do have to say, you know, of course, I've had friends and family uh, lose, uh, you know, mutual funds over this. And it's I have to say it's been, it's been really hard. And, yes, my, my, uh, my son died. But, um, other than that, it's been ship shaped. Wait,
1: what? You said your son died? What was that? Your son died. Well,
2: you know, they, they say it's from, uh, you know, how the doctors are. We all know. We all know. What? Uh, what part of the uh, subgroup of the deep state they're in. I'm getting paid by China and going to implant all of those vaccine chips into our brains. But I will say, um, you know, it was complications from coronavirus that killed him. It was. It was pneumonia and ignorance. Um and it wasn't the coronavirus.
1: Wow. Um, well I'm deeply sorry for your loss. And I hope Thank you. You are you. able
2: we to had an in person Yeah, we had an in person funeral with two hundred and fifty of our closest friends. Lots of hugging. Oh my. Oh.
0: oh my. So you you don't you don't think that was a, that was a danger at all?
2: you know, I think um I don't know who said it best, but I do know I bought it. I bought a really wonderful piece of art um, in the Kenya aisle at TJ Maxx. And you can't sell things in the Kenya aisle unless they're from Kenya. And it said, live, laugh, love on it. And I am going to keep doing that. And I'm going to keep living and laughing and loving. And, And no one, not even Hillary Clinton, can take that away from us.
1: I think that's beautiful. Thank you, Pam. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Oh, thank you. And and again as a reminder, please don't use my real photo. Uh all of the liberals are finding us on Twitter. If you want to keep following me, I'll be on Parlor, uh Grinder, and uh also just in my boat scared for my life because the FBI is going to find me.
3: Yeah. Pam, I
1: I got a question, and I've been trying to figure this out, um, whether this is like some deep state, you know, shit or if this is for real. But I've been hearing that. Donald Trump shit himself in the bunker. And, you know, like, how do you know whether that's true or not? Because, you know, like it could, you know, everyone diaries and. You know, I wouldn't hold it against him. But I can also see why he wouldn't want to share that. And uh, what do you think?
2: Uh, I, it's an un, it's an unprecedented time where everyone is so nervous. You know, our our president is such a, he's such a man. And mm. I I mean, look at who is coming in to replace him, right? We 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 don't even have a man coming into the White House. We have a a shriveled uh, prune who lives in his basement. Uh, so I really feel like if he did, I bet it was the manliest, the manliest of shit. That makes um, sense. And I'm sure he'd be proud to share it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that tracks.
2: <laughs> Mel, did you have one more question? I don't want to leave anything out.
0: Yeah, you know, we want to leave no stone unturned. I understand you were you were on the ground when the when the when the Capitol was stormed, right before you went to the boat.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, it's just one of my husband's boats. We just like to keep, you know, a few properties ready and staffed. Um, and we just like to be in places where maybe there's no extradition, you know, Yeah. for funsies. Uh, but I will say I was on the ground and, you know, I was in the Capitol, um, you know, really just enjoying um, myself and I had the opportunity to um, uh, listen to Rudy Giuliani's speech in the morning. And if you haven't listened to that, what a bastion of democratic ideals. Um, and Hick really inspired me um, to go down to the Capitol um, as our leaders told us to fight um, and take back the Congress and do what was right for our country. Um, I went down certainly not to start anything um, and, you know, also brought my bat. Yeah. Because I just feel like as an investigative journalist, I have to be on the offensive So much, because there's an attack on right-wing media. So I went down, and then, you know, uh, fortunately for me and for all of us, all of us patriots, um, you know, we knew so many of the Capitol Police Force and so many current police members, police officers who were off-duty were there, so they just really got to hang out, and they opened the gates for us, and I was actually disappointed. I only got to use my bat on a couple windows, you know, which is a real downer because, you know, you're kind of hoping for a little action, but it really worked out, you know, and they gave us directions to all the offices we needed to go to, and that's why we back the boys in blue, you know, that's why blue lives matter. It sounds
0: like they were very helpful. Yeah,
2: you know, they say you can't, you're not born a cop, so, you know, blue lives doesn't make any sense, and I'm going to disagree. It's a calling, you know, much like the priesthood. Um, You know, or or a passion, you know, for making, you know, uh, those little uh, tiny wooden bowls I like to put my herbs in when I have dinner parties. Just a real passion. Um, I really feel like they found their calling in absolutely doing nothing to stop an armed insurrection with pipe bombs and guns. So, feeling pretty good about my donation to the sheriff's association this year. I'll tell you what.
0: So there's uh, a lot of people on the right are uh, are suggesting perhaps that uh, that it wasn't actually it wasn't actually Trump supporters that were doing this. Now sounds like you had a little bit of uh, a little bit of action there with the bat, but did you see any Antifa on site?
2: Everywhere they're everywhere, and you know, here's the thing, though you just don't know because they dress like Trump supporters, um, they act like Trump supporters. their entire social media is Trump supporters. They vote like Trump supporters, and they live their entire lives as Trump supporters. That's how underground they are, you know, um, So they pretty much are Trump supporters. Uh, but we on we on Parler will say, oh no, that's that's uh, antipa. So and of course, I mean, No one is going to register Antifa as a hate group, but it clearly is, you know. I don't actually even know what the F.A. stands for. I'm sure it's something obscene. I'm sure it's something obscene. Pam, if if
1: you um, were Antifa, would you even admit it? How do we know you aren't
3: Antifa? Ooh. You know what? You don't
2: know. And that's the scariest part of that gang. Uh, that just absolute gang of uh absolute uh you know non patriots you know i i think it all goes back uh, to kneeling at football games, which I still think is the least patriotic uh thing thing you can do oh one one second my maid is uh in no you please leave i know you have to do this for, you can't do it right now i'm a, i'm i'm working it's for free it's i do this for free. sorry, they just invade your space. I don't know why. Um, I'm just a working blue collar woman out here fighting for Trump, you know, fighting for rights, for equality, for justice. Um, And I I absolutely, you know, happen to have married, uh, you know, an oil magnate, but that isn't part of you know, my upbringing in the Midwest and how I believe in hard work and, uh, you know, being very thoughtful about trading stocks and being really thoughtful about who you spend your time with. And I am watching for Antifa. That is why I'm so careful, because I'll say I say, you know, those who have the Trump flags out on their yacht, you have to be careful because sometimes the Trump flags, you know, that's a false flag. Right. That is it, and they, and they really are Antifa. So we try to be really careful, and um, you know, I, I have less friends now than I used to, um, but I, now I have true friends on the internet.
0: You know, in and another thing about having a Trump flag on a boat is sometimes they just sink the the, the boats can. with Trump flags. It's weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, they can. You know, you really have to watch it because then people will plant pipe bombs. You know, and that's what they did at the Capitol. I just think that we need to, to come together and be unified. And I don't I don't understand what the problem is because all of us are on, you know, the same page in the Republican Party. We all agree. We really, really do. And if, if Democrats could just get it together, I mean, it's laughable. Democrats. They, they think they'll have the majority in the Senate because they can't even uh, get anyone to agree on a takeout order. And we have just never been more unified as a Republican party than we are right now.
1: What I'm about to say Mm -hmm. has not that much to do with what you just said, but I like to pretend Antifa dresses like Team Rocket. That's it.
2: (laughs) Would they even tell you that that's who they are?
0: No, they're sneaky. It seems like I mean. it's a really good catch-all, Antifa, because uh, it seems like like pretty much anything that that is claimed as non-desirable is just kind of like easily aimed at Antifa. Do you think there's any any legitimacy to this at all? Because it, it it just seems so so ethereal, you know, like like. Mm. Like, where do, where, where do these claims, like, when you were seeing them everywhere, and you say, and I trust you because, you know, you seem like a very trustworthy person, what, with your your boats and your oil magnates and whatnot. But how, how do you identify Antifa? Like, if we're in the streets, we need to know, right?
2: Yeah. We got to be able to find our pants. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You know, they're everywhere and they're nowhere. I say stay vigilant. Um, make sure you run casual background checks on anyone in your circle, and and have that conversation at the dinner table. Um, you know, again, be 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 thoughtful and 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 bring it up and meet people where they are, and then you know, threaten them with a steak knife mm. if they don't tell you where they're hiding the the, the pedophile ring. Yeah, I say that I all think the time. It's important. Yeah, important. This has to be kitchen table issues. and we care about kitchen table issues, of course. You know, and we saw—look at all those kitchen table issues that poured into the Capitol. You know, Uh, the Confederate flag and um, vandalism, and uh, like I said, the pipe bombs aren't insurrections. You know, that's what Americans care about. They Mm. don't want a couple thousand dollars in their account. Yeah, (laughs) I hate money. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah, what are you gonna do with a couple thousand dollars? That doesn't even cover. You know, the price of my name. (laughs) So I just think it's the Republican Party is meeting people where they are. And that's why we are the growing unified party. And I say stay vigilant. And if you ever have any questions about if someone is Antifa, you invite them on my boat. And we'll take care of it. Oh,
0: wow. One last one last question here before we uh, let you get back to your, uh, you know, uh, yachting. I don't know what the verb is for that.
2: That's <laughs> it, yachting. Yeah. yeah, you're right.
0: What now that now that Biden is president and we have a majority in Congress, so the left has control of the government. Uh, what is the what what's the what's the game plan for Republicans moving forward in 2021? Do you do you have any uh, have you talked to anybody about this or have any ideas about what their what their plans are? What they're gonna what they're gonna do right now? Because it seems like they've been brought down pretty uh, effectively in this last election cycle.
2: You know, I just disagree with you fundamentally that Joe Biden is president. So I can't really even acknowledge, you know, the rest of that uh, <laughs> <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> uh, what I will say is with the RNC's, uh, you know, uh, new uh, or, uh, re- renewal of term uh, for the uh, chair, Ronna McDaniel, shout out because we have a woman in power. Um, I think I think she's a woman. I don't follow politics that closely, uh, so we have a woman in power, which is better than the Democrats. Um, not that Joe Biden's president, but uh, if he was, and uh, she is a huge supporter of Trump. So I say we're going to continue on this absolute path of success. Uh, I don't think any of us have any regrets, and. For those in the Republican Party, the small sliver, the Romneyites, I see you, Cheryl, three votes down. I want, you know, they say, oh, this isn't us. This isn't who we are. And to that, I say, then go join the Democrats because this is who we are. And what a real joy of this week is that we have finally gotten to show the world who we are. We don't have to hide behind racist gerrymandering or redlining. We don't have to hide behind voter suppression tactics and destroying communities of color and black communities and all sorts of folks' lives that aren't white. Now we can just do it out in the open. And what a gift to not have to hide our absolute xenophobia and racism anymore. It's a new day.
1: Damn, Pan.
0: Yikes. Yeah. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn, damn Pam yeah. might be the name of my new podcast.
0: That sounds great. All right. Well, that is, uh, that is, that is, uh, that is certainly something. I, I don't know what to say.
2: <laughs> you really, Not hiding, though, you know what? Is, is a yeah. good point. You know what? You said it that very so articulately. Freeing. Yeah, you know, and, and the fact that you don't know what to say is, is a good sign. That yeah. means, you know, I said it all. Uh, and I do think, as a white woman, most of the time I do say it all. Um, I do have to get going. I have to call the restaurant I'm going to, it's indoors and very intimate and will be very crowded tonight. And I have to yell at the hostess in advance for screwing up our reservation time.
3: Oh,
1: Just Pam, be ready. Pam, quick question. When's the last time you paid a waiter 20% in tips?
2: 20%? What is, <laughs> what is this? Are you going to talk to me about a new minimum wage to 20%? Oh, my goodness. Down here, and you know, we only tip 10%. And you know what? Our service could not be better. It just really couldn't be better. I will say most places, the entrees take, you know, 50 to 85 minutes, and they know us, they love us, and they will sometimes say they have to redo the whole thing, you know, because they really want to make sure – it's perfect. So dining out for us is a multi-hour affair. But, oh, my God, 20%. What do you think I made of money? <laughs> Get a job, hippies, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, well, uh, Pam, it's, uh, thank you so much for talking to us and sharing your political expertise.
2: Mm, anytime. Anytime. And if there is another armed insurrection, you know where I'll be.
0: On your yacht?
2: Oh no! I'll be back for ten to twenty minutes before hopping on a jet to get out of there, <laughs> because I'm not going to prison. I'm white.
0: Yeah, that's Pam, a, Pam that's white. a good point, Pam White. <laughs> I feel like we have learned a lot about the uh, the Republican perspective from you, and I appreciate your 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 just on point reporting for us.
2: Stay vigilant, and you give me a call uh, the second we have no warning about. Uh, another armed insurrection that was weeks in the planning and making, very publicly. Of course. Thank you both so much.
1: Yeah, thank you for your time, Pam.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Pam White, Pam White, political correspondent. I don't know She's that we can. Shit. Yeah, I don't know that we can trust everything. Bad shit. <laughs> but we know the type, don't we?
1: God, people need to get the fuck off of Facebook.
0: Yeah. What about us, though? I mean, I am up on there doom scrolling my ass off. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, arguing with my fundamentalist family. Oh God. Do you have Do you have fundamentalists or uh, or conservatives in your uh, family?
1: I've got them, but I don't talk to
0: them. D- oh yeah. Mm. Do they want to? W- if you did, would they want to argue with you?
1: Probably. They have nothing else good to talk about.
0: Yeah. I, man, like. As the shit was happening, I was, like, talking with my fundamentalist family online, and they were... And it was, like, they were saying, yeah, there's no violence, nothing bad's happening.
1: Dude, like, a dude jumped in with, like,
0: <clears throat> zip ties. Like, what the fuck? I was just like, hey, here's links. Here's links to what's happening. Like, look, there is violence happening. And they said, fake news. That's fake. No, someone's dead. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and, and I kept, like, giving them more evidence, and they're like, you need to stop watching the news. They literally told me, you need to stop watching the news and, and just, you know whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, stop watching. The- okay. that. Uh, uh, what do you do with that? These people are bad shit, man. I don't know, man. It's really, it's frightening, dude. It's frightening the state of the world. I am, I'm, I'm terrified, man. My yeah. family, like, are, I mean, despite having, like, some views that I strongly, strongly disagree with, these are actually, like, good people. They don't want to hurt people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But here they are just, they're told to do what Trump says and they just yeah. do it, you know?
1: That's so lame, by the way. What? Like, be original. <laughs> like quit like sucking Trump's dick.
0: It's uh, it's so gross.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Like you have like a, a chosen one? Like, ew, no.
0: Yeah, it's so it's it's such a cult. It's such a cult. So you work you, you work in politics, right? Yeah. What? Is, where what like what's that like?
1: Uh I have to like really emotionally remove myself from the work. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause yeah, I mean you see like the stand your ground bill just recently got signed into law and that gives people permission to like use lethal force mm-hmm. when like not like instead of retreating or something like that like yeah. if someone comes towards you, you have the legal authority to kill them if you feel threatened.
0: Right. And there's well, I mean, I I don't know a lot about that that yeah. bill. I just know that it's already implemented in a lot of uh, states.
1: Yeah, it, it means more people are gonna die. Um, it, it's it's dumb. Hmm. Uh,
0: I well, there was also the uh, the thing that was just passed with uh, where you have to fucking bury or cremate oh, an, yeah. a, an aborted fetus. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, or else it's like a misdemeanor.
0: Yeah. So you actually like see like you're like in the inner workings of this stuff going down in the state yeah. or something?
1: It's just so depressing to see people like care so much and try like so hard and there's literally nothing they can do once it like goes to the floor. There's just more Republicans and they're they're doing their thing. Yeah. You know. They're like team red. All right, let's go. And they like whip each other into line even if they don't necessarily agree on stuff. Like there's been some shitty stuff that's gone through. Like I don't know if you're familiar with House Bill 6. But, like,
0: not off the dome.
1: Yeah. Uh, about like a, a billion or so taxpayer dollars were straight up stolen, given to a nuclear power plant. Um, and a lot of that dark money went to, like, again, uh, the speaker in his position and uh, funding a lot of people's campaigns. Like, that straight up just like happened. And nobody's repealing it. Nobody's like, like, people found out, oh, the FBI arrested uh, the legislator like orchestrated this like scheme to pass a bill to bail out like an energy company
0: and it was just that money was used to fund campaigns
1: campaigns uh you remember those crazy like chi- like there were these mailers that went out saying like China's threatening like Ohio's energy like and it like was very xenophobic like a bunch of mailers went out trying to scare people saying like China is trying to Uh, stop HB six from passing. Um, no, like China literally had nothing to do with any of that. That was just straight up racist,
0: and they're trying to scare people. Wow, because people are afraid of China taking over. Yeah, yeah. It
1: was an American company. Uh, What the fuck? Everyone involved was in Ohio, (laughs) Americans. Wow. Yeah, that's like fucked up.
0: Do you work for a legislator then? I do. You're like you're yeah you're in you're in the weeds then a bit a bit. Did you have to? Were you dealing with protesters and everything during the the Black Lives Matter protests? And then there was also the uh, the crazy uh, gun protests that happened, and the ma- anti mask protests yeah, and all that shit.
1: I'm pretty sure I was not at work for a lot of those. Um, so, with the Black Lives Matter protests, we weirdly were like sent home early whenever. They were happening, even though they're totally non-violent. Like, there's no right. reason to be physically afraid.
0: I mean, the the protesters weren't violent. Yeah, but there was like a decent amount of violence on from the from yeah. the police. It was crazy. But
1: like, my workplace was overreacting for sure. Like scared oh, yeah. about the protesters, and then when the other ones came, it was like work as
0: usual. Oh, really? Yeah. So when people were carrying guns outside of your workplace, it was fine. Exactly. It's a. Are, do you have political aspirations? Then not really. It's uh, like this is just kind of a gig that you're into.
1: Yeah, it, it's cool seeing the legislative process, um, and just seeing how like the institutions set up and like how you navigate power. Yeah. Um, like to get a bill passed, there's you really got to build relationships like strategically.
0: Yeah. Is it like the uh, schoolhouse rocks?
1: Um, I. I'm embarrassed to say, like, I do not know how that goes. I okay. just know, like, I'm just a bill. And that's, like, all I yeah. can remember.
0: Yeah. Well, in any case, you know more than I, because I've only watched House of Cards. That's the closest I've come to understanding how yeah. politics works.
1: Yeah, that that shows intense. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah it,
0: it, yeah, it didn't age well with the Kevin Spacey bullshit, that's for Man, sure. Man, he's fucking creepy. Yeah, that was... That was pretty awful. I I I'm actually sorry for bringing that up. It's a fucking shame though cuz that show was great. <laughs> yeah. Until that.
3: God.
1: What are we supposed to do about artists who <laughs> who are fucking disgusting people?
0: Yeah. No, I mean seriously like it sucks that you know you're the band you've you know enjoyed yeah. their music for whatever and then it's like, "Oh, this person is a horrible piece of shit." Yeah. And now you can't enjoy that music anymore. That yeah. Damn shame, but I guess you do have to choose your values at some point.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: <laughs> <Do you have, laughs> if you had to oh, give up I your guess. a band or anything.
1: Um I don't listen to Chris Brown ever. Like if I see him, I skip. <laughs> did you used to though? Yeah.
0: So it was like you went from all Chris Brown all the time to no Chris Brown ever?
1: Yeah. Same with Marilyn Manson, fuck that dude.
0: Did wait, did Marilyn Manson do something? Yeah,
1: he's an abusive piece of shit.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh.
1: Just Google abusive piece of shit, Marilyn Manson.
0: Is he the first The first click on uh, Google? Of course he is, Mel. I didn't... I, see, I didn't even know that. I've never been a Marilyn Manson fan because I grew the up Christian. beautiful people. The beautiful yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did see a, uh, a mashup of beautiful people and uh, 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 Mariah Carey's uh, All I Want for Christmas is You, and that was pretty great. That's beautiful. Uh, but again didn't know that he was an abusive piece of shit
1: you know you never know i mean what can uh, you do you can't know it all yeah you just do your best
0: yeah you know better you do better i guess
1: yeah
0: oh shit looks like uh looks like we got a caller oh wow all right i'm gonna let's see who this is okay hello this is mel milliman with lampshade media you're on the air Hey, Mal. It's Gene. Gene, how you doing? Hey, we got uh, we got Bettina Hedwig on the show with us today. Say hi to Bettina.
4: Oh, hello, Bettina. How are you?
0: I'm
1: doing great. How are you today, Gene?
4: Uh, you know, you know, uh, it's been, you know, it's been a, it's been a. A wild and crazy year since the last time I uh, called into this program. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. You were just getting into comedy when when it started. And I can't imagine uh, that's been uh, very productive uh, during the pandemic, has it?
4: Yeah, it's it's a it takes you for a real loop when uh, you literally have a real breakthrough uh, emotionally, creatively, and then the world says no. Hmm no you can't have that and it's uh, you know and it because because i can't go out to those open mics anymore because i got you know i got the the pre, i got pre-existing conditions so i can't go out there
0: now did were you allowed to because uh there was a lot of violence i remember last time
4: yeah people hitting each other uh well i mean you know those those people they probably deserved it i don't know uh and follow up with them afterwards uh but uh you know, I mean, I, I, through talking to you and uh, Becky Brown, I, I realized, you know, probably shouldn't do that anymore. So, oh, you good. know, the, the, the few open mics I did in between that appearance and, and the lockdown, uh, I, I, I I didn't hit a single person.
0: That is really good. Uh, yeah. Way to
1: go, Gene. No, I just
4: Gina. slashed your tires.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, well, um, okay. Yeah. Still a little work to do. Maybe, uh, I mean, hey, nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. That's that's okay. Yeah, that's the well, you think point. Tires are people? You think tires are people now? No, no. I mean they're definitely not people. Yeah, they're not people. <laughs> that I mean tires are not people. When you're right, you're right. Yeah. Look, if there's
4: one thing we if there's one thing we can all agree on, tires, they're not people. <laughs>
0: that's yeah. That's I yeah. I mean, we can all we can all really unify around yeah. that simple fact. That's Strong what, message.
4: I think that's I'm you know, call me crazy. I think that's going to be the sentiment that helps bring the country back together, is that tires are not people.
0: Yeah. We really do need to unify around something, I think.
4: Yeah. And who can, who who's going to argue on that point? Because let me tell you something. If you think tires are people, you might be using the rook kind of tires. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> 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 that makes me think of Bugs Bunny holding the car up. Yeah. And... <laughs> So Gene, have you been uh have you been writing? Uh Bettina and I have talked a little bit about writing during this downtime. Have you been trying to put some things down on paper?
4: Uh you know, I've been trying. Most of the things I just uh I end up putting on paper is just uh, you know, all the things that make me cry uh and uh, my night terrors. So it's hard to turn those into jokes.
3: Mm.
4: Uh it's just kind of like uh, you know, uh, just sort of uh just random words just you know uh, different sizes depending on what i'm emotionally feeling a lot of like oh no or that yeah. made me feel bad can you and, describe uh, one
1: of those dreams for us gene please
4: sure well uh you know i had a dream and uh i had a dream where I, during lockdown i've missed I miss my i missed my family hmm. and uh, i had i had this dream where uh that i was able to go to uh my my niece's uh uh birthday party and it was you know it was a lovely dream up until that point and then they say okay well what what movie do you want us to watch for your birthday uh josephine and i said and she, and she and she looks directly at me and she goes i want to watch the pebble and the penguin oh she's like weird for so many reasons because first of all
3: yeah,
0: I that's got to be triggering <laughs>
4: It's a very old and not really revered film for a young girl in 2020 to be interested in watching. Like, who who the fuck remembers The Pebble and the Penguins? I'm already I'm there. And then all of a sudden I realize, oh, she wasn't. And then I look up, and then my whole family are just staring at me. Oh. And they slowly start putting on tuxedos. Oh, and start slowly. Waddling over to me. And <laughs> then they just start baiting me over the head with oh. a bat. Ow! And then, uh, and then eventually it just turns back into the penguin dream, and I wake up.
0: Oh shit, man! So this uh, this penguin situation is still is still really troubling you, clearly.
4: Well, you know what? It's it's gotten it's kind of gotten better. I had I had some rough moments during lockdown. I st- I went to a Zoom, uh, kind of. Uh, I, I was on a Zoom sort of group <laughs> therapy session for people who had been attacked by flightless birds. <laughs> how'd that that go that went south real quick (laughs) because all these other people who had gotten attacked by flightless birds it was all like fucking ostriches or emus or or even like turkeys or whatever like really big like birds that you would agree like if you know if any of those birds came at you you would be terrified and also i mean you know an ostrich can you know kill a motherfucker like there were guys who had lost limbs and shit and then when i got up and I was talking about my penguin trauma. Mm. Uh, they um, they just got really angry and hung up. And
0: uh, <laughs> well, that's not cool.
4: that's yeah. stewing in my emotional trauma, and it was not a good feeling.
0: Yeah, do mean? Th- that doesn't seem like a very good group therapy session to me. Like uh, maybe there's a maybe I mean, there's like know, a I Penguins it, Anonymous it, or it, it, something.
4: Well, you know, it's like it, it's it would be like if you went to an alcoholic Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, and then somebody you know, was talking about how they were addicted to uh, you know, near beer. And it's like there's not even any alcohol in that. You just like the taste of near like <laughs> Yeah.
1: It's just like you feel I mean, lonely. <laughs> just need some friends.
4: But then but I'll tell you what, I had a breakthrough a few months ago actually, just on my own. Cause I was you know, we're all dealing with lockdown and uh I'm just thinking like, oh, I just feel like I'm trapped in a In a translucent cage or something. And then I realized, oh, that's what those penguins that attacked me at the zoo (laughs) were literally
0: feeling. (laughs) So oh my God. So it comes full circle.
4: Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, of course. If somebody, especially now with the with the pandemic and everything, if somebody came to my house to start working on it when I didn't call them over to do anything. I would be like, I would go after them and get say, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, get so, out of here.
0: Yeah, wow that that sounds that sounds pretty uh, pretty intense there. That's that's good though. It sounds like there's been a lot of growth, a lot of dreams.
4: Man, so much growth, and you
0: know. Well, I I don't I don't know if you're familiar with Bettina. Have you seen Bettina's uh, act uh, in in the past?
4: I think I think I may have seen you at a show or two, Bettina. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you. You uh, huh. you, you're it, very funny. You're very funny. You're, you're dry. Oh,
1: uh, thank you. <laughs> you're,
4: you're dry. You're thank like you. but like in a in a, in a in a in a like a cool way. You're like a nice oh. cool dry like you know, it's it's like nice. a desert but like it's not a desert but like like a dunes. You're like dunes. Yeah,
0: dunes. <laughs> Just I'm gonna, like that. I'm gonna say she's been going through the uh through the pandemic as a comedian and uh and you've been you know ta- I'm,
1: I'm straight up not counting this year <laughs> like on my the way i describe how long i've been doing comedy this year oh it's then, minus yeah, one yeah this one doesn't count
0: oh damn well i was just gonna say maybe do you have any questions for her like some advice you something like you know maybe might she might be able to help you out i don't know
4: sure uh let me think i mean if you're Have you done any of these Zoom open mics, Bettina? Have you done any of these Zoom shows?
1: I've done both once or twice. Uh, The open mic, it's not fun. It's just you talking to your phone in your room. Uh, That doesn't feel good at all. Uh, Yeah,
4: I mean, I already do that. (laughs) Like, just uh, just when I need somebody to talk to, I'll just kind of talk at my phone and I'll say siri tell me a joke and then i remember i have an android oh and it doesn't have siri on it uh so like you know because i I tried doing these these uh these zoom open mics yeah and it feels it it feels like you're on uh it feels like you're in a weird future trial where (laughs) someone like because everybody's in weird boxes yeah it feels like it feels like you're all being judged, and if you, like, don't do a good job, they're going to, like, send you to the Phantom Zone or something from Superman where you're just, like, trapped in a weird little box in another dimension.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, how,
4: would you, how would you suggest I get over that?
3: Teen I don't know how to help you.
4: <laughs> Boy, if I had a nickel, if I had a nickel every time somebody said, Gene, I don't know how to help you. In that very, in that same very calm, like, you know, like, definitely there's caring there, but there's also, like, a decent amount of exhaustion in their voice when they say, Gene, Mm -hmm. I can't help you.
0: Oh, man. Well, I'm sorry. Just for my
4: therapist. The amount of times my therapist has told me that, they just said, Gene, I can't help you. Gene, Jesus.
0: Yeah. I
4: mean, I say they're a therapist. They're just. Just a random number. I call.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Who are you talking to?
4: I don't know. I just, I just, I just call a random number. I just, you know, you know, just hit, hit, uh, hit the right amount of numbers, but randomized, Mm -hmm. and then I say, "Hey, (laughs) I don't know. I got some thoughts and feelings. Could you help me out?" (laughs) And let me I I'd say had yes to that success with it so far
1: I would say yes to that
4: you would say yes if i if I randomly called you yeah and asked if so you was like I'd need someone with, to talk to you you man, anyone <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'm not busy. What's up? yeah, that's the other thing Because cause the reason I started doing random randomly calling people is i I was trying to call my friends and family, and um and they all just started saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta go. I gotta go into work. And these are people who I know for a fact got laid off during the pandemic. So I, it was very <laughs> it, it was a fact it was the fact that they weren't even trying to come up with a realistic lie that hurt the most. You know what I mean? Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's that's rough, man.
4: Yeah, yeah you, know, you let it roll off your back. Yeah, you're tough, like a penguin. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Could I say that? Could I say if I said that on stage would I get a laugh?
0: I think in the right context, yeah. There's only one way to know how
1: you know, like if that's gonna happen or not, and that's and that's, that's, so that's by doing, doing it. On stage. You got to do it, do it, baby. Yeah, all or nothing. All
0: right. I don't know, like when when it's gonna happen, when when the the veil's gonna lift and the vaccine's gonna be out there and we're gonna have herd immunity and we can do it again. But as soon as you can, you're gonna be in line, right? oh
4: absolutely absolutely yeah i love yeah. i'm gonna be i'm gonna be there and i'm gonna say hey what have you guys like uh like crowd work i think I'm, i think i'm just gonna do crowd work. i'm gonna be like a todd Berry type of comedian oh uh, yeah
1: I, are you saying you're gonna do gonna this do... at the clinic
4: what i thought yeah i'm gonna oh that's a great idea i wouldn't even think about huh. that i could do this at the clinic
1: yeah what are they gonna do leave just... Oh.
4: Yeah, I could try out. I could try out uh, my jokes on the people giving me the shot, and I, you know, and I that's could not a like, bad hey, idea. Uh, oh, hey, uh, why don't you buy me dinner first? Yeah, make the nurse, <laughs> you know, make the nurses like laugh.
1: Yeah, they love <laughs> yeah. that.
0: That would be a good thing to bring levity to the uh, to the vaccine situation, right? I think people people need comedy, don't they, Gene?
4: Oh, I know, I do. I know, I do. I keep yeah. trying to watch comedy and. Uh, like uh, I was trying, I was watching. Uh, I was watching. Uh, they told me it was a r- real funny movie. That uh, what was? What was, it? It was? I think it was. Uh, it was Bowling for Columbine. I was told was funny. Oh God! Oof. Uh, Oof. no! Because well, no. Cause it's about school shootings, Canadian isn't it? Bacon that Michael Moore did. <laughs> with john candy and i was like that, that's a funny that's a this clearly he's a comedy director he's like judd Apatow or something and i watched his next movie and it's just about like kids getting shot in the face
0: oh <laughs> jesus christ
4: and i was like man but then i thought what if i made a movie called like uh bowling for column pie where it's just bowling for columbine except instead of guns is people getting pied in the face like that just takes an already like i like that a premise because like, people like that movie yeah but just swap out guns for pies and it's like a new it's like a whole other level
1: yeah like each time like in the documentary where they describe like a child dies from a gunshot wound you replace that like that time stamp with someone getting pied in the
4: face yeah it's like oh hey instead of yeah don't don't think about a kid's life being ended tragically short Instead, here's a classic
0: clip from Bozo the Clown. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is horrific, actually. <laughs> wow. I...
4: <laughs> it's a,
1: oh, it's okay. like a terrified girl hiding under her desk, and then a clown just finds her and just pies <laughs> her in the face.
4: And he's like, "Hey, just kidding. Here's a here's a gift certificate for a free haircut."
0: Nice. Jesus, and you, yeah. uh, I mean, you can like. I think you can get haircuts now again if you're if you're brave enough. I guess.
4: Oh, you know that's all right. I mean, I got I got several hair plugs put in that um, unfortunately went the
0: other way. Wait, what what does that mean? Yeah,
4: it means hairs growing into my skull. Oh, oh God! It's not growing outward; it's growing inward.
1: Oh (laughs) no! Jesus
0: Christ! yeah it sounds does a little brained
1: yeah does that
3: oh. hurt
0: does it hurt i mean it did
4: for a while but then i think that there's just this weird kind of i mean i'm not look i'll be honest with you i'm not a. am not a doctor uh but there's i feel like there's what you what you could call a hair tumor that's just kind of growing and hitting against The the and like kind of deadening the part of my brain
0: that that like the pain centers. Okay,
1: Gene. Yeah, I think that we get it now.
0: Yeah, I I think you should get that looked at, man. Ah, you. you,
4: (laughs) It's I don't know because
0: you got that blue collar sensibility where you're not going to go to the doctor, don't you?
4: I mean, I have. I mean, my favorite movie is the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Rides again. (laughs) That's where, got, that's where I initially got the idea. And I hate Southern people. That's the weird thing. I think oh. people from the South are a joke. But then that's why I think they're funny. It's like I'm laughing at them, not with them.
0: <laughs> that that makes sense. Rides, how many times did they ride? They really milked that motherfucking show, didn't they?
4: I mean, yeah, I believe they had at least three films and a television series that for a period of time on Comedy Central... <laughs> Would run so often, and it uh, it drove me fucking insane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they had time to kill. They had time to kill. <sighs> they gotta fill it with something. The show must go on. All right. Yeah. Hillbillies on tour. Let's see how that goes.
0: <laughs> well, Gene, I think uh, you know. I would consider if I were you, and I'm just like I don't usually give out advice, but I would consider if I were you, maybe. Uh, Forgoing the randomizing of the phone numbers, I Mm -hmm. think maybe finding a specific phone number that is connected to a specific therapist. Yes, therapist and doctor. You want two numbers, I think, that you need in your life.
4: Okay. Man, you're really loading it on thick today. Yeah, (laughs)
0: you need
1: mental health treatment and you need to see your general care.
0: I mean, I mean, don't take that as judgment because uh, you know uh, I need therapy too. You know, and it's uh, it's hard to it's hard to start. You know, I get that. I mean, it's I mean, it's hard
4: it's hard for me to not take it as a judgment when it feels like you're fucking sentencing me to having to call uh, was it a doctor, whatever that is. And uh... you
1: don't know what a doctor is, Gene.
4: <laughs> oh man, I feel like I did. That must be another.
0: It's kind of like the more, guy. Oh, no, it must be more
4: hair getting in the way. I have also been forgetting things.
0: It's kind of like the guy that installed your hair plugs backwards, except he fixes those kind of problems. Oh, so it's actually not like that.
4: <laughs> well, I went to a garage. He has a really nice garage. It's nice and clean. Nice. And he just kind of, he just kind of hammered. He just took some loose hair and just kind of hammered it into my head.
0: Oof. Yeah, that sounds oh, that sounds painful. Hammer.
4: Eh. I mean again, I mean I don't feel so much pain now. Uh because you know, I think my brain my brain's just, you know, is doing its thing.
1: Someone used a hammer like against your skull and you're talking to the... strangers and
4: I don't know You got what, some shit on you your head.
1: That, what are you getting at, Bettina? You know Exactly where I'm getting at Gene And You know this I don't know how to help you <laughs> I, mean,
4: I, I, I mean I don't know <sighs> I do know? I mean I used to know more And ever since getting these hair plugs I feel like I'm losing more and more Um Kind of memories And knowledge And um what's that other stuff Blood <laughs> Blood's been coming on my ears
0: Oh my gosh. It it sucks that the memories you're losing aren't the penguin memories though. That's yeah, really shitty. It's
4: ironic. I think those just took so, those those roots run so deep that it's like you you'd need a bulldozer to get those out, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you need a real heavy you need heavy duty stuff. But you know, again, I'm okay now. I'm doing all right with the penguins.
0: Well, Gene, man, thanks so much for calling in, man. It's good to hear from you. I'm glad to to hear that you're that you're you're making some progress and uh, and whatnot. And uh, I, I hope you stick with the comedy, man, even though it's hard right now. And uh, I don't know, I don't know, Bettina. I know you already you you already stated pretty clearly that you can't help Gene.
1: Yeah, I can't.
4: <laughs> oh, she made that abundantly clear. <laughs> She literally laid it out as <laughs> I've never seen a more clear-cut message in my life than Patina literally saying she can't help me.
1: I just needed to be really clear about that. I
4: like, like her. I like, like her honesty. Like Mel was Mel's the one who's been giving me mixed signals about like what I can slash and what I can't. Blah 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 blah. Patina <laughs> has been. You are a, a straight shooter. Yeah. Like if you like. That that should be your tagline, like Bettina, the Hedwig, the straight shooter of comedy. She tells it like it is. That's no a matter good one. How badly your brain feels, she will <laughs> make sure to know. Let you know that she has no help for you. <laughs>
0: uh. Yeah, well, well, I I want to help you, and I'm glad you call in, man. I I I hope you keep listening, man. I hope you keep listening, and I hope you're you're, you know, doing, doing well, man. Um, but we do, uh, we do have to get back to, we got to get to work. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. My job, right. uh, I got to get to, get to my job. Um, Ew.
4: Oh, Oh, <laughs> Oh, really? you're gonna... Oh, you really? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be late if I, uh, if I keep, uh, talking here. So, well, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> here's the sad thing. I'm going to
4: keep listening to your podcast because the, my, my headphones, that's the only way I can keep the bandages on my head.
0: Oh, that's oh. a, that's, well, that's helpful then. Yeah.
4: So I'll, I'll still be listening to you, even though, again, you have treated me like so many of the people that I hold dear in my life have treated me, which is to lie to my face. Yeah. But, uh, thank you anyway, Mel. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, well, I'm, I'm happy to have you as a listener, even if, uh, you know, I'm, not able to necessarily help you immediately you know but i'm happy you're listening because we need those downloads
4: yeah oh man i love i love listening to most things you know yeah just i just i just like you know if you just get like just send me a like a sound
0: sometimes i'll just
4: i bought a sound effects record And I have no plans on using it for any kind of like audio thing. I'm just like listening to the sound effects. I'm like, hey, that's running water or that's (laughs) that's footsteps. Hey, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like I I mean, again, I I think you should get the hair plugs looked at. Well, you know, but but anyway, like I said, I do have to get to work.
4: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I could take a few hints. All right,
0: I'll talk to you later Mel. Thanks. For All right, that. man. Bye. I I wish I wish G I wish Gene the best, you know. Yeah, I,
4: this... I
1: I do too, but you know, you guys have boundaries with these people.
0: Yeah, you know, the tire slashing is probably not cool. Um
1: No, it's not. <laughs> it's not.
0: But you do got a feel for the guy with his penguin trauma.
1: I mean, I can't relate to that. No. And I can't even imagine a situation that I've been in that's been remotely close to that.
0: Yeah. Have you ever been attacked by a flightless bird? No. Mm, Yeah. Well, me neither. So, yeah, you do have to like give him some, a little bit of space to process that. I I don't know that if I was attacked by a flightless bird, that I would start slashing people's tires. I'm just
1: wondering if he understands that like his problem is so like comedically obtuse. <laughs> that no one could ever take it seriously if it even if it did really happen like he it's, will suffer alone
0: it's yeah he needs he needs to find himself a therapist I yeah no smart.
1: one else in the world will have ever experienced that so he's really alone
0: he's even alone among people that have been attacked by flightless birds and that's really saying something man but yeah. goddamn, <laughs> i saw i saw your comedy like it seems like it's been like a couple years ago almost now but you're so fucking funny. When did, like, when did you, did you start doing comedy in, like, young, like, really young, like, high school, shit oh. like that, or, like? Oh, no. Was it, was it not fairly recently?
1: Yeah. um Like, a couple years ago. Yeah? Yeah.
0: So, you got, you got some natural chops, then, it sounds like. Mel,
1: <laughs> stop flattering me.
0: <laughs> well, it's not flattery. I don't really have anybody on the show that I don't think is hilarious. Okay, <laughs> but no seriously like what's your like what's your what's your like background with comedy like um, what were you into uh what got you like what what, uh, what made you laugh
1: honestly i just loved watching stand-up and i just loved the idea of doing that like kind of like communicating in that way like i it's such a fun way of performing you go up on a stage you you say shit that you think is funny that you hope other people will think is funny and you figure that out. And it's like you just have like a, a go with it. and <laughs> Listen to people Not laugh. Go. It feels nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you're I think the thing that's interesting about your stand up is I think more so than anybody in Columbus, you are doing a character. Mm hmm. It's like when I talked to you like in real life after seeing your comedy a few times I was expecting you to be more like your on stage yeah. persona. Yeah. And you know there I mean there's some of that I guess but like it's you 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 are a lot different on stage.
1: Yeah, uh, she is when a person up on stage is very much an exaggerated version of myself. I feel like it, like it, me me in high school listening to like fucking System go yeah. down pissed off at George W. Bush yeah. like that I really channel that energy.
0: Yeah, do you think you really think of it as a character?
1: I do, cuz I'll lean into like I will draw from personal experience, but a lot of times we'll take it to the next notch, make it like I'm lying, exaggerating certain things that have happened to me just for the sake of yeah, um, making a punchline. But I mean, some of the attitudes I have are serious.
0: Right. Um, it's just, like, more extreme.
1: Yeah, and th- I say them up there in a way that, like, I w- kind of wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> like, in real life, without becoming, like, a total, like, unapproachable bitch.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because I was a little afraid to approach you at first, because it's like, <laughs> she's going to be so dry yeah. and treat me like shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I, but you yeah. were actually very sweet. <laughs>
1: that's nice very kind in real life yeah i try to be friendly i do my best
0: (laughs) i don't know how you could be like when you toss a punchline out there you're so dry Mm -mm. and everybody in the audience is laughing their ass off and Uh you're just like so dry like Uh it's it's so amazing (laughs) to see that like i've always loved that kind of sense of humor too but like do you ever like break and just just, like start laughing yourself or Uh, are you able to like
1: uh, no, I I stay that way,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you when you're on stage, it's kind of like you actually are like not thinking anything's funny. Yeah, <laughs> like you're just stating like, facts. I need,
1: yeah, I need you to listen to what I'm saying right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I bring that energy for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I man, I wish so badly. I wish we could do live shows because I'd love to have you in the in the do the house show. Yeah, someday. Okay. Someday we're we're gonna do it. All right. But. Oh my god, that is that is great. Yeah. Did that develop over time or did you know when you started doing stand up that you wanted that character?
1: I, I like kind of it took a while to find that sort of delivery, but it came like relatively quickly, I think after a few open mics cuz I was trying to figure out what energy felt right, you know, because if you exaggerate on purpose on the stage, I feel like I would feel more fake doing that. So I feel like less is more in a way. Like it's easier to
0: yeah, some iceberg theory.
1: Yeah, um, so that's kind of like the thinking with like the dry delivery a little bit is it's easier to exaggerate. Oh yeah. Um, in a very slight way.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, I think it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fun. <laughs> so have you uh, have you been listening to any comedy lately over this? Uh... No. Not any. Not really. No. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's why you're you're depressed. You need more comedy. <laughs> so who are the who are the comics you're uh, you're interested in that you're that you're that you're into?
1: I love Hannibal Buress.
0: Yeah, I think he's so funny. I saw him in Columbus uh, outside of Oddfellows. Uh-huh. I saw him like just walking around outside of Oddfellows. Nice. And everybody kind of mobbed him. Oh God. And I didn't want to be that guy. So I was just kinda like I just looked and I'm like, that's fucking Hannibal Burr sitting yeah. there on the sidewalk on High Street. Yeah. Sure as shit.
1: You're like, I'm gonna be cool about it. I'm not gonna acknowledge his existence. I'm not gonna look at him, make him uncomfortable because he's famous.
0: Yeah, I kinda that's kinda like what I did. Yeah. I polite. do I I do kind of feel like they get that so much and I'm just like, I don't know. i I think, you know, it's kinda cool seeing him, but I'm not oh god, I feel so awkward being like if I was in line behind him or something, I'd be like, uh-huh. "I might, I might be like, hey, hey, are you this uh, person? I, I, I gonna... think you are." <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, because first you have to confirm face to face, even though like you know it's the star, but you gotta be like, "Are you?"
0: I don't know about you, but I have like some sort of weird face blindness too, what? so I I confuse people for other people like all the fucking time.
1: Yeah, I don't have that problem.
0: I I definitely, especially now that everyone's wearing masks.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that makes things harder. That's, yeah. that's most of your face.
0: I mean, I saw this this girl today. Uh, it, it line at Bell's Bakery. I picked up some cake, and she looked exactly like a friend of mine. Had the face mask on. I looked over, and she saw me look at her, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Is that is that my friend?" And I was looking for her to like look like she recognized me. Yeah, and then she didn't, and I was like, "Oh fuck." Oh no, that's not her. And I looked away. Uh, and then I looked back again. I'm like, man, that looks so much like her.
1: Is that my friend? And
0: then she saw me looking at her again. And I'm like, oh fuck, she's thinking I'm creepy. God damn it.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. It was someone you totally knew and you just like were like psyching yourself out because
0: if I find out later, I'm going to be a little salty in myself for not like recognizing, but I've definitely gone the other way where I've been 100% sure that it was somebody I knew and literally walked up to them and had five minute conversation (laughs) before I realized it wasn't them. And that was before the time of mass. Were they
1: just like being friendly or did they also think you were a friend of theirs? that they
0: were? Here's what it was is that because I'm out in the scene and like meet a lot of people, Uh this person had met me before. Yeah. So they were having a conversation with me based on that. Uh And I thought they were a completely different person that I knew a little bit better. Mm hmm. So I was having a conversation with them as if they were this different person. And we we went on like that. And then I made a reference that they should have easily understood if they were that person. And yeah. they're like, yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh- <laughs> and I was like that's startling well yeah i basically shit myself like <laughs> emotionally You're
1: like i just shared so much of myself to a stranger
0: <laughs> it wasn't like i was like be, say, making vulnerable like, I, like it was more like just like i embarrassed myself like a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> it's gay,
1: embarrasses, is funny kind of it's <laughs> yeah. it really sucks when it happens but it's like funny
0: it's i I think I do kind of delight in awkward experiences, so I do get that. Yeah. Do you have that? that When's the last time you experience? shit yourself, like in public,
1: when you're not supposed to. When you pooped when you weren't supposed to.
0: <laughs> I mean, I got a I got a reference Travis Haywisher's joke that you know about getting older and not realizing like that shitting yourself would be as big a part of your life as it was. Oh. Like I never, I, I definitely didn't realize that. I have it's it, it's happened it seems like it's usually after eating a lot of spicy food um but yeah it's not covid related though so don't worry
1: do you shit yourself from covid i i won't,
0: i don't i don't i don't know all of it i don't know
1: god how humiliating it
0: <laughs> this yeah this disease really fucking hates us damn yeah but i mean at least you lose your sense of smell
1: yeah that is <laughs> that does work out <laughs> Uh, at it least you lose a sensation for the rest of your life maybe
0: <laughs> you just yeah you know you give up the sense of smell but so you're shitting yourself isn't so bad yeah, anymore yeah
1: that works out
0: It's that you checks know, out the lord giveth and the lord taketh away <laughs> yeah damn when he when he closes a window he opens a door or some shit like that I do love awkward though do you ever dive into awkward situations and to make them more awkward
1: every, uh, every open mic <laughs> It's like a new opportunity to just like fuck around because you guys are like acquainted with the character I do already, so like I can just lean in sometimes when I'm like introducing myself in groups yeah i can I can just go with the tone
0: do you you like keep the character on? Is that what you're saying? sometimes, yeah, just to see <laughs> so like you're not only working material on the stage but now you're working material <laughs> off the stage a little
1: bit, yeah, like a crazy person. <laughs>
0: yeah is there any you get any 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 material from that
1: one time i was talking about like my herpes joke or whatever so
0: i have genital
1: herpes okay um (laughs) Um, uh and i was just like walking around with some comics and i was just yelling i'm like if you don't have genital herpes grow up (laughs) it worked really well yeah and now I include it in my act. I tell people to grow up if they don't have general herpes, <laughs> say they're being immature.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great bit too, actually.
1: I there was a period in my life where, like in hindsight, I realized I had like a first outbreak, and but I didn't know for a long period of time. Like I didn't recognize that as that yeah. uh, for like a couple of years, and then I just had like a blood test randomly for like cholesterol, and I found out I had it, and I was like. What? Oh shit! Uh, oops. <laughs> uh, those people probably would have wanted to know, but oops.
0: Yeah, I don't know like the science and everything, but from what I've understood, it's generally way fucking overblown. It absolutely is. There was a an episode of uh, Adam ruins everything where he talks about he's he's basically said yeah it's little red bumps. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's not a big deal. And
0: like what is it? One in th- one in three people have it, right? Uh one in five. One in five? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you're bumping uglies,
0: it, it could happen. Yeah. It could happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a brave thing taking that on stage though.
1: I but I feel so strongly that it's not a big deal. Yeah. And I actually do feel people are really immature about it. Right. So it actually does help a lot <laughs> yeah. to have that. Attitude sincerely and yeah. then go up there because I then I can just exploit the fact that the words genital herpes are funny together, <laughs> you get like a yeah. Like,
0: and and yeah, and you can also make, make uh, potentially like, oh, we, this is something we can talk about, you know, yeah.
1: And uh, I also take a moment during that joke to actually educate people because typical STD tests don't check for herpes, you actually do have to get your blood drawn, so right. you might think you're totally in the clear, but you've never been tested. Maybe you've had it for a while. Right. Because you can totally have like no symptoms. Be chill.
0: Yeah. I mean, just like COVID, right? Like yeah. you can be a you know, non-symptomatic carrier of a lot of things.
1: Exactly. So yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well there's just another instance where comedies that's just another instance where comedians are out there sharing truth.
1: I'm doing the Lord's
0: work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Lord's work is a little, uh, I think people like give him too much credit. No,
1: I think Jesus would love me.
0: Yeah. He'd
1: be like, You're tight. You're cool.
0: Yeah. I'll fuck with you. (laughs) Jesus fucks with you.
1: He'd be like, Yeah, I'll fuck with you too, Jesus. Nice.
0: Jesus, I mean, if he's all right, if he's like the hippie Jesus, like the, you know, the cool Jesus, the the version that's like super chill and like. Yeah.
1: He's like, If you're a dick, then like,
0: fuck off. Yeah. He hates religious people. Yeah, like zealots and you know hangs out with uh sex workers yeah. and shit like that like just
1: be nice to people like wh- why is it so hard yeah imagine jesus with an attitude
0: i don't know i i do i i do tend to like veer into religion at some point i i feel like the jesus that i grew up with i have a completely different opinion i, I don't even know if jesus is real now for one thing but like if we're like looking at the Bible, like this guy was like completely opposite of so much that Christians like stand for. Now it's ridiculous. Like what's that Gandhi quote? I think uh, I love your Jesus, I hate your Christians, or something.
1: Oh, I have never heard that before. Yeah,
0: he said something about it, like like separating like how Christians act versus how Jesus acted. I, I'm not. I'm totally misquoting it. But are, do you uh, do you are you a religious person?
1: Uh, I am not.
0: No, were were you ever?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was like a weird phase I had, like when I was 13. Um, and I was going to church. Actually, for my 13th birthday, I got myself, ba- like, I chose for my birthday to get baptized.
0: That was your present to yourself?
1: Yeah. Like a creepy little shit. Yeah.
0: You should have got yourself a, a fucking Instapot.
1: And you're right. <laughs> you're fucking right now. But I didn't do that. And now look at me. Yeah. Um. But so the only, like, distinct memory i have from that day was like i had to put on like a baptism robe and my sisters were like they they saw me before i was doing the thing and they were like haha what's that on you and i was like what and she's like it's a pube and i didn't know what a pube was and that's how i learned (laughs) i learned moments before my baptism that hair grows on your your fucking junk. This and, is a real
0: coming it, of age story.
1: It was mortifying. <laughs> and then I was like, "That's touching me."
0: Yeah. Were these your sisters in Christ or sisters in life? In life. Okay, got it. That was an important distinction for some reason. Yeah. When did you? When did you like abandon the uh, the whole thing?
1: I think like pretty soon after that.
0: It was was it because of the pubes? Yeah. <laughs> that did it. in Yeah, for that you? really
1: turned off the whole thing for me.
0: <laughs> no, seriously. What was the what was the thing? Did you?
1: I, I didn't like the whole idea of like being punished for things that I don't think you should be punished for. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like shit on queers. Yeah.
0: Did you know you were queer back then? I was in such deep denial,
1: Mel. You have
0: no idea. But I was. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. It seems like that's kind of how that goes, isn't it? Especially when you're brought up in a religious environment.
1: Yeah. It's Sailor Moon. That's what does it makes girls gay <laughs> is that
0: is that the uh, the genesis of that
1: Uh huh. that's where we all come from
0: <laughs> so like I, I didn't know this basically like I should like if I'm ever like talking to anybody any 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 this is only if, you, if like, I have uh, a group of
1: queers you'll have a good chance of seeing like a number of people get excited about Sailor Moon yeah yeah
0: uh, I'm gonna go to club 20 and start asking people
1: you'll fucking do it let me know how it goes <laughs> I'm I'm really curious. I'll
0: just bump into somebody. Hey, what do you think about Sailor Moon? Yeah. Love
1: it. Yeah, I hope I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> a fun I'm t- science experiment. Let's do I'm it.
0: totally gonna test it.
1: <laughs> you something fucked up though about like the English dub Sailor Moon. So uh, Sailor Moon was actually my first ever exposure to like a lesbian couple on television, and like it was very clear in the cartoon like their girlfriends like it was two sailor scouts. Okay. Um, but the English dub decided. Mm, they're cousins so huh. they look like incestuous cousins That's- like obviously <laughs> incestuous cousins like the way they stare at each other it's disgusting like you'd never want to see family <laughs> members so ever weird. like act like that and they thought that would just be chill like oh no one would God. notice but of course like every kid once they like realize like what? whoa that was like fucked up like googled it and then they saw pictures and they're like I'm gay now
0: Oh wow! So luckily, they didn't go incestuous. I mean,
1: that's what they tried to pull off.
0: Yeah, it sounds yeah. That sounds exactly like what a fucking religious uh, interpretation. Like,
1: why is incest better than lesbians?
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's wild.
0: Yeah, it is. uh, I I feel like my personal opinion is religion makes everything worse. Mm -hmm. It just like. They they they're like oh we got to be afraid of our sexuality and then yeah. like what do you you look at what the fucking church is doing and all the sexual like hor- horrific shit that goes on in the church and it's like yeah. yeah you guys uh you don't have it figured out that's for goddamn sure
1: yeah well I mean there are a lot of religious folks and groups of people doing like legit good stuff and are actually open minded and we're like fuck the other people who say they're yeah they believe what we believe they're fucking disgusting piece yeah
0: of shit. I do have to be careful to remember that I can't paint with that broader brush and yeah. that there's you know religious communities that are open and accepting and progressive and that kind of thing i think i'm you know i'm, I'm more a little bit uh i'm thinking of my specific yeah. religious experience that yeah. yeah it's it's tricky it's tricky waters i do like there was definitely like a long period of time where i had a lot of fucking anger though oh. the, yeah did you go did you go through any of that or did you get out soon enough that you were able to get past the uh
1: i think i just listened to a lot of bush and Nirvana.
0: Oh, I think you're talking about I, George W. Bush.
1: And then I understood my relationship with God.
0: Oh yeah, Bush and Nirvana. Gavin Rosdale did it for you.
1: Yeah, that voice, <laughs> that sweet, sweet voice. Yeah,
0: linoleum and shit. Mm.
1: <laughs> Gotta have it.
0: Well, on that note, on 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 Gavin Rosdale. Mm. I got to say, it has been such a fucking good time having you on Lampshade Media Presents Joel Goods Wrong, Coffee's the Shit, or something like that.
1: Um, That's a dumb name, and we're going to change that. Okay. And instead, um, this episode is going to be called The Cool Episode with cool in italics and that last part within parentheses.
0: Okay, so do I have to say all that then? Yeah. (laughs) you have to say it all (laughs) this is yeah i can see where you're going with this and i can see how that's gonna make this easier to find in a google search now yes so this yeah this makes a lot of sense to me like i can see how your mind's working now and it's Uh like all right so yeah okay lampshade media presents
1: the cool episode with cool in italics and that last part in parentheses
0: all right all right, well, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get, uh, I'm gonna have to slow down the the branding on the coffee's the shit posters I was making and the uh, Joel Goods. Yeah, stickers. Yeah, get it off the press. No, yeah, I'm gonna pull that stuff really quick because uh, there's gonna be a lot of uh, grammatical, uh, you know, jargon in here. I love it. I uh-huh. love it. I love it.
1: And it's the cool episode. Yeah. It's cool.
0: It's super cool.
1: The word itself looks cool because it's in italics. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It does. It's it does. Cool. it's going to yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great.
1: People are going to scroll down your episode titles and be like, "Whoa, she's different." <laughs> and then they have to click.
0: What if I mean, it, it sometimes it's going to be a guy, but No. Oh, I'm never No no more no more male guests on the show.
1: I, no, I'm just saying only women will click that episode.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I do want like a a, a stronger uh, demographic with women. Like, I'm I'm definitely looking to increase that demographic. That's hot. Yeah, that's super hot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well hell yeah, I feel like we've like we've really uh, we've really gotten some work done today. You know? Yeah we we, we sure did a lot. We didn't help Gene Laffer at all. Um, we
1: literally spilled the tea. And yeah, <laughs> I mean literally talk about it. But yeah. Uh, Literally, Mel spilled my glass of tea onto his own equipment, and (laughs) I later tried to pour myself some tea after we'd cleaned it up, and just spilled it for like no reason. It just like fell out of my (laughs) hands abruptly. We both spilled tea all over this fucking place. Yeah, uh, but
0: it it smells good. It's funny. It didn't make it any dirtier though, which is interesting. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is interesting.
0: (laughs) Well, Bettina, thank you so much for coming on. It's thanks. been a fucking blast.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Mel.
0: Yeah, we had, we had fun. It's been good. We had, we had sushi. We talked to uh, yeah. We talked to Pam White. Got yeah. the got the lowdown uh, from her on her yacht. She's fucking bad shit. Yeah, she's 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 not. She's now not that she's not
1: right. on the line anymore, like we can
0: agree, like yeah, she's fucking passionate. Yeah, I don't think she'll listen to this. She may, and if she does, you know, maybe we'll talk about that again in the future. But but yeah. Okay. Alright, well have a good one.
1: Alright, thanks. Love, Bye Val.
0: Love you so much. You're fucking awesome. And I can't wait to see you on stage again someday.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to get back on it. Yeah. Alright. Bye. Bye.
0: This program is produced by Lampshade Media. Hosted by Mel Milliman. Music by Tyson Shipman. Graphic design by Griffin Browning. Social media by Sam Welch. Voiceover by Ryan Branch. And a special thank you to our sponsors, Paddy Wagon Food
2: and The Garden.